We're excited to have Dan DiStefano on the podcast today. Um, so Dan is a Barry's instructor, a Barry's bootcamp instructor, and that's how I heard of him. Um, but he's also a real, real estate agent here in Boston. And some of you may know him from his Insta handle, which is Pickles. So welcome to the podcast, Dan. Thanks for having me. We're really excited that you're here. People probably don't know this is like a first meeting for us too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I wish it could be not virtual. It's not as fun, but we'll still do our best. Wait, okay. not first meeting, right, Julie? Didn't you actually take one of his classes? Okay, yeah. After I messaged you, I went back to like see if I like how many classes I'd taken. And it seems I only took one, but I specifically remember it was like Friday and it was before the pandemic, but it was like yep. a Friday and I was going to work and I was like, this was so hard. I was like, oh my God, I'm dead after this. Like the total body. And then I kept avoiding, yeah, I kept avoiding the total body after that. So I think it was just because I like was bad at it. So I'm going to take that as a compliment. Definitely. That's a great compliment. We love love new people though. We love, we can, you can kind of tell too when people are new and like, you just got to like coerce them a little bit. Like you got to help them, you know, which is like fine. And like, you just got to let them know it's like, hey, it's okay to be embarrassed that you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Well, I usually do like the ass and abs with Jet. Like I used to do Jesse a lot. And yeah, Jesse's the best. Always loved her. Um, and then like after the pandemic, I just started doing random people. Um, and then I did Jesse after and I was like, oh my God, I forgot how hard she was too. So I think it's just me that's overall out of shape. But Jesse, Jesse screaming at you is kind of scary, but it kind of gets you excited. Yeah, and I noticed too, she does like a lot of crazy like workouts I would never have thought of. Like mm-hmm. she goes outside the box. She's super sure. creative. For yeah. somebody who doesn't know Barry's, aka me before, because I obviously live like outside DC. Can you explain like to the audience like the workout class and the type of it, workout class that it is? Yeah, so it's pretty, I mean, the easiest way to put it is I'm assuming we've all been to the club before, right? Yes. <laughs> it's like taking the club and putting treadmills where bottle service is. Like it's like oh. that, it's like that environment, right? Like so okay. it's loud music, it's a dark room, it's sexy, it's vibing, it's really energetic. <laughs> um and yeah, so it's half uh interval training on the treadmill and half weights on the floor. And depending what weights you're using, it's all dumbbells and band resistance bands. But depending okay. on the day, it can be like arms, lower body, upper body, a little total body, which we all know Julie is avoiding now. Yeah. Um, Guilty. But no, it's pretty much like group fitness, right? So it kind of pulls out the best, but it's great because you can show up. You don't have to think. You get told what to do. It's a positive environment. Honestly, it's been a great networking tool as well. Like I've met really? so many people at the gym before. Um they're now friends, clients, every few far in between. And I mean, it's just like fun, as we all know, like post COVID, like I don't want to sit in my fucking apartment. Like I don't want to do glue bridges oh. in my living room. Like it was awful, right? Oh yeah. gosh, I know everybody wants to get out of the house. So that's gotta be amazing for some people. Julie and I were just talking earlier. She's still working remote. I'm yeah. not, I'm in the office, but still I have to find time to work out. But like I know Julie is much better about going to classes and going to workout classes and being around people than I am. 
It's just simply because I am like my, I'm my own worst enemy. Like if I am not being told what to do, yeah. I'm much more likely to stop and be like, oh, I can't finish this ab set. It's so bad. I'm like, so such a quitter in my home. But like, if I'm in a workout class, I'm like, I will do anything to not embarrass myself right here right now. Accountability like takes it to the next level. Right. And I feel yeah. like it's good too, to like, just get out of your apartment, enjoy the city, enjoy the atmosphere. And just like, it's a great way to meet people, right? Like I've been in Boston for two and a half years now. And when I moved here, I only knew like two people. Um, no way. We're only here for two and a half years. Yeah. I moved here from uh, Syracuse, New York, early 2019. Oh okay. That's the accent that I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's not Boston. It's definitely upstate New York. Okay. Yeah, the classiest place in the world, upstate New York. <laughs> not in <laughs> Long Island, but. <laughs> now I can really hear it now that we know. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's unrecognizable. To sum it up, it's group fitness, half treadmill, half weights, really exciting environment. Um, the best thing about the treadmills is it's beginner friendly, right? Like you can go one mile per hour, you can go 20 miles per hour. So nice. kind of what we do as instructors is not only like tell people what to do, but we create an environment that's approachable, right? Like mm -hmm. we've had people who started out, they would have never joined a class before, but they started taking our class on Zoom. Then they went from Zoom to like, in person and it's been really cool to like help people like because you know like going to group fitness is kind of like egotistical a lot of people yeah. say like, I'm not fit enough to be here yeah like yo you can walk on the treadmill if you want it's just a lot of people's egos can't handle walking on a treadmill while yeah. like somebody else is sprinting next to them whatever it may be that's so true. I'm so competitive so I like yeah 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 I, I would not be able to handle it but it's like, also, like anything, you got to practice to get better at it. So it's like, show, show up, let's go. Um, so it's really, it's really fun. I highly recommend anybody who is even considering it, trying it. it. It sounds really fun. I also feel like too, whenever you go there, like it's not one of the environments where you are feeling like people are like judging you. I know that like some workout causes, it's like everyone has their cute like sets on and everyone just like yeah. looks perfect and ready to go. And you're like, oh my gosh, okay. This is like not what I'm feeling like <laughs> doing. But with berries, everyone's just simply there to like work out and get shit done, I feel like. And like, no one's really looking at you like, wow, you're only have a 10 pound weight and not like a 20, you know? Like exactly. no one seems to care. Nobody cares. Nobody actually cares. <clears throat> But that's why I think we have some of the best instructors too, is they create that environment, right? Mm, it's like it's point. challenging yet supportive. And I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, once you become friends with clients, it's really fun when your friends come through for a class and it's like, you know, lit and fun and everyone's working hard and you're screaming at each other. And there's like house music, like levels by Avicii playing, like. So fun. It's a, it's a lot of fun. And yeah, it brings you back to like the college scene. <laughs> Definitely I love that you compared it to like clubs because we like sometimes the next morning I'll like get up and I'll be like man that was like actually a workout last night like being in the club you're like sore and you're like how did I get sore from this I know I'm like um that's like, stripping all over the place like I mean I'm sure it's a little harder in heels like but oh my god <laughs> gotta stretch the calves out afterwards yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, so it's a blast. Everyone should try it that's thinking about it. Um, okay. It's a great it's a great company to work through too. I mean, we have locations in 
all major cities in the United States, across the world. I think we have like 50 locations open right now. We're shooting for 70. Um, don't take my math on that. I really don't pay attention on our team calls. Um, when, the numbers, <laughs> when, the numbers come, when the numbers come out. Um, but no, it's a great company to work for too. Um, you know, to be part of like a global brand and represented and, you know, yeah. you're in New York and people are like, oh, you're a Barry's instructor or whatever it may be, or you're in like Denver and people know, like, it's really cool. Um, nice. And it's also, I mean, it's a great way how I built my social media following. But yeah, so um, tell us a little more about that. Like, how did that all come about? Like, I can't believe you've only been here for two years because you, I mean, you could have gotten it before, but you do have such like a big following and even from people in Boston that I've talked to. Yeah, so my following is pretty New York and Boston heavy just because I graduated college in 2015 and I did like five months of a master's program and then I left it. Um, and then I was like, okay, like what do I do with my life? Like I'm 22, don't know what I want to do. I just don't want to sit at a desk. So I started teaching spin class. Oh. And then one of, my, one of my mentors started me, he was like, hey, here's the concept we're going for. And this is like 2015, like early group fitness. He's like, hey, I want to bring you down to New York City and show you all these fitness concepts. So he showed me like flywheel, tone house, swerve, berries. And I was like, he was like, yo, we're going to New York. So I packed like a handle of vodka and my butt down. Like I thought we were going out. And all we and my mentor is he's such a good dude. He's a good friend. He's probably like 10 years older than me. And he's like, nah, like you don't need any of that. Like we're just working out for three days straight. Oh wow um but no as we started going down to New York I started meeting more people getting affiliated with certain brands and then I mean once I moved to Boston being with a major brand like it just took off um especially even COVID like because what we're doing now like we would host group workout classes online and there'd be 50 100 people from all over the world oh wow and then, you know social media is how we all kind of stay in touch follow each other's lives like stay up to date like there's people I haven't talked to in two years and I know they have a you know a dog named Shay and a cat named Mittens and two kids <laughs> you know what I mean yeah I know that is pretty wild to think about but how did you um how did you choose your uh insta handle name oh, I get this all the time and I wish there was a good story I think I gotta start telling people like it, it was one crazy sense. night in college um but sadly, I mean, when I was a freshman, my coach started screaming like pickles at me. And I was like looking around, I was like, who the fuck is he talking to? And he's pointed at me. And I guess I reminded him of one of his old teammates. And so he started calling me pickles. And then I changed my, I mean, this is the start of Instagram, right? In like 2013, yeah. 2012. So I changed my Instagram handle to pickles.7. And it just stuck for the rest of my life. Like, I think I need a tattoo <laughs> somewhere at this point. I feel like I probably would have maybe thought about it like a little bit longer if you knew Instagram was going to be, I mean, I think it's funny, so it doesn't even matter, Yeah. but you're like, I just kind of like, like chose this on a whim thinking like, Hey, Instagram, no big deal. And then here like, we are. And this is back when I was posting, you know, like pictures of like lacrosse and like fucking basement parties, like, yeah. <laughs> like with those horrible filters. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if those posts are still there and don't go looking for them. Um, it's like in the archives you're like but it way um but no instagram's become a really cool way to kind of like a friendship relationship management tool right like Mm -hmm. that's how i've gotten a ton of my real estate business is people 
were looking on Instagram and they follow me and then they're like, oh, you're in real estate. Can you, you know, I've built a lot of trust through fitness. They're like, oh, can you help me with my real estate endeavors, whatever it is, buying, selling, or, you know, moving in or out of the city. Nice. So. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like you have to sort of like market like yourself more so like fitness, you kind of like build this brand and then like real estate, like both my parents are in real estate and it's literally just like building your name up, like all about if people can trust you and it's just like hard work. And I just feel Mm -hmm. like some of us don't have that type of ability, like have that, like, oh, I'm just going to go out and like chat with people. Like, like in my workout classes, I just go in and go out. Some people are like chatty. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like like what skills do you feel like you have that really bring that out? I mean, it's definitely just, I mean, it's just people trusting you and I'm lucky being a bear, like being a Barry's instructor. I don't want to say I'm a celebrity because that's like way over the top, but like I'm well known in Boston, you know what I mean? And it's just like, I think it's like people skills. It's like soft skills, like empathy, understanding, but also Mm -hmm. like when someone comes into your class, right? Like, Julie, I know you're not going to say hi to me, so I have to say hi to you. Like, and I have to make you trust me because I know you're not going to do that, right? Like, and it's totally fine. Um, But it's the same way with real estate. Like, the biggest thing for real estate is lead generation. And I just call it, like, being relevant. Yeah. So, like, Barry's Barry's and Instagram put me in front of, you know, puts me in front of 2,000 people a day. Yeah, that's so true. Um, And it's crazy how people start to trust you and so I'm on a team with Angle and Volkers and we we do mostly luxury real estate but the thing is we can service anybody okay. it's funny I was like three months in and someone was like hey Dan like and I'm like brand new I I only know how to do the transaction I don't know much like I'm brand new like when you're brand new at anything you just don't know much it is what it is and someone was like hey Dan I know you only do luxury and it was a random person so that's kind of the thing about Instagram is like you never know who's watching you. It's really fucking creepy. And it's like, <laughs> and I get some weird shit in my DMs, which <laughs> I'll share off the recording. <laughs> I'm glad you filtered oh through the weird God. stuff to find the podcast DM. It's, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's some weird, there are some weird people out there. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. But, Do you get any requests for feet pics? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what's in your mind, yeah. He's like, of course I do. We can have a story. We can have a story off the mic about that too. Um, But so the biggest thing is like with Instagram, right? Like there's just so much inbound. Like people are posting your picture. They're redirecting you. They're tagging you. Um, And so someone slid in. I'm brand new to the industry. Like I haven't had one sale yet. Someone's like, hey, I know you only do, you know, a million dollars plus for real estate do you mind working with me, my budgets, X, Y, and Z? Mm. And that's the funny thing about social media is like, you don't know how people are perceiving you, hopefully in a positive light. But at the same time, real estate's kind of like, hey, you just have to survive because you don't make money. It's all commission-based. Yeah. And you just kind of have to fake it till you make it. Like, I have the resources to figure it out. And then it's how you promote yourself. You have the resources, you know, like, right now I'm a year in and I have my feet under me but you just never you just never know who's watching Mm -hmm. yeah like it's not like you're gonna be like oh no I don't know how to do that because then that kind of just makes you look like you're not trustworthy so you're like okay like I know I can figure it out and like 
exactly. like I said, it's fake it till you make it and use your resources. And now you know how to do all of it because you just fade it, fake it till you made pra- it. Practice like anything. I mean, you can, that's kind of my like mindset is you can learn any skill and no one can ever really take that from you, but like money comes and goes. Yeah. Like that's why kind of over like my entrepreneurial career, I've tried to like learn new skills and try new things. So at least when it comes up again, it's like, no, I don't want to do that. Or no, I hate it. Or no, it's not for me. True. Like I tried, I tried candle making over COVID. That was awful. No, it was terrible. It lasted one day. I got wax all over my floor and I was like, fuck this. (laughs) <laughs> oh that was probably so hard to clean up too yeah i didn't get my security deposit back <sighs> what uh what kind of floor was it like tile was a carpet what was it well, it was actually easy it was concrete but because oh. of the dye because of the dye in it oh it di- and i don't know how the hell this went through concrete but it dyed the floor Okay, wait, I'm confused why like candles was your go-to. Like I feel like there's probably so many other like things <laughs> that were like so, apartment friendly. I mean, I don't know about you too. I was so lost during COVID. Like oh, wow. I mean yeah. I, was, I got a dog and like that was probably and I also like didn't have a job at the time I got a dog, so I was probably like a bit lost, but I've navigated my way. So and that's all we can ask. Like that's all we can do, but and that was me navigating my way. Like I tried DJing for a hot second too, and that was awful. Did you really? Yeah, it's terrible. Did I still you have any gigs. What? Did you have any gigs? No, DJing is very hard. It's like it is a musical instrument. Yeah, you're like, like but I'm, but I'm like a various instructor. Like, shouldn't I be good at this? Like, I feel like I should be able to pick this up. But I just don't know. I didn't know how to use the equipment. I never learned. No, oh my gosh what else did you try so candle making djing what else did like covid uh honestly i had my crew of people and we drank a lot of margaritas <laughs> so you know <laughs> how to make a good mark exactly That's yeah, what you're yeah. Telling me. the bartending scene just doesn't go well with my uh lifestyle of trying to go to bed before time okay wait yeah so like you talk about drinking but i feel like if you're into fitness also i feel like you have real estate which is a like 24 seven job yeah how do you manage going out and being social or do you not so I think my biggest advice to anybody is find a job you can do hungover um (laughs) (laughs) so true that happens to anybody at any time (laughs) um but my god honestly that's like a a life hack yeah Yeah. like find something you can suck it up and do hungover because it's gonna happen at one point but I don't know I mean my mindset is like it's hard to balance sometimes and it's not perfect, but like at the same time, like I'm not gonna meet new people and live my best life just sitting in my apartment all day. So like you have to go out and experience life, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm at the old ripe age of 28. So like I can go out and like control myself and not get absolutely sloshed, which is nice. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. Plus, I feel like, too, even, like, just, like, being younger and, like, having to go to, like, work really hungover and being, like, okay, this is, like, awful, but, like, yeah. getting through that, so it's, like, now I can really do anything. Like, if I could get through those days, yeah. like, back, like, when you're, like, at the golf course working and you're, like, I don't know how I'm going to make it through today, like. We should then. put that on a t-shirt. If you can get through work hungover, you can do anything. That's your new slogan. Yeah. You're about to start selling these. Yeah. Uh, it's so true, though. But no, I mean, it's just all a balance. Like tomorrow I have to be up at 4.30 a.m. So I'm probably not going to do anything tonight. 
and like okay. four thirty. Four thirty. What time does your first class of the day start? Uh, so I have personal training at five. Classes we used to do five a.m. six a.m.s. I mean, our schedule is all over the place, but yeah, I mean, one of the life hacks is just work more than other people. You know. Wow. Yes, that's and true. I, know, I, I feel like I always see your Instagram stories, and you're just like all the places in like one day that I will ever be in yeah. my life. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I get I get around the city. Um, but it's also I have a motorized skateboard too, which like I don't walk anywhere. Oh. Like I can get around everywhere like pretty easily. Is that how you get to work? Uh no, I normally take the motorcycle in the summer. Oh. Uh, That's fun. And then I and then I have in Boston you can get commercial plates if you're like a real estate agent. So then you can park anywhere for free pretty much. Wow. Like, take notes, Julie. That is ridiculous. Because that- I have to navigate the street sweeps and like every type of like parking thing. I don't even have the parking like, passes for Boston What part all. of town do you live in? I live in Southie. I could have pegged you for a Southie girl. Yeah. Been here <laughs> since the first year. I mean, I feel like every like relatively young person, not every, but a lot of them do come here. Yeah, now these are a good place to start. I mean, it also like you live, it's so fun. You literally live in, you know, a three bed with your best friends and you're paying yeah. like kind of a lot of money for them, but it's still a ton of fun. Like I have a roommate now. Colleen and Sophia, who's our other podcaster, are yeah. visiting in November. So they always come and visit me, which is fun. We always come when it's cold though. I don't know why we do that, but I know every time poor planning yeah you'll have to come to class i'll make you you will <laughs> if you, you it'll will. be a hungover extravaganza for sure but i think we can manage it so um, i think we should do it and we should vlog it and it'll be like um the dan stefano part two <laughs> yeah like the real the real life meeting exactly did you always um imagine yourself to be an entrepreneur not really it just kind of started as like fitness gave me a lot of time and a lot of resources. Like before COVID, I would be done with work by 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. Like I would wow. teach 5, 5 a.m., 6 a.m. I'd be done for the day. Oh my God. And like, I was, I'm just trying to figure well, out. What do you do yourself <laughs> after that? Yeah. I take my dog to the park, but <laughs> um. But no, it's kind of like I was trying to figure out how, you know, the lifestyle that I grew up in, I really liked. And it was figuring out, okay, how do I build my lifestyle so I can support myself and support my goals and like, you know, ideally my family's goals one day. And so I was like trying new things. Like I own a uh, screen printing company back in Syracuse as well. And like one of those was just like, I met my business partner at a bar and I loved what he did. And it was kind of like on to the next one. But that's the thing about like fitness is you work odd ass hours and you have a ton of connections, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, what you do with those is up to you. Um, But the opportunities are there. So inspiring, seriously. I'm telling you, I just like don't have that in me. Like I'm just not like a, I'm an outgoing person. I feel like I'm pretty social, 
but like okay. something about like like you said if you went if you were to see like someone you know in a workout class you know they're not going to say hello so you'll say hello yeah. that just causes me anxiety that I would say hello to someone and they'd be like who are you and that's happened to me many times where I think I'm scarred so I'm like I'm here. <laughs> well it's kind of like sometimes in a fitness class you go to give someone a fist bump and they totally miss it and you're just like cool you just got to come back from it. You just got to be like, all right, on to the next Just kind of like, and, and then somebody sees it and you're just kind of like, okay, like that's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's nothing better than like a fitness instructor, like calling your name out and be like, hey, like suddenly I feel like you're comfortable. You're like, okay. Like one day, like Julie, why the fuck are you running so slow today? <laughs> I know. I'm going to be like, it's full body. You know, I'm not good at this. Um, when are you all going to start getting the skinny bitch smoothie back on the fuel bar menu? A lot of us have been kind of deprived. I'll send that up the corporate totem pole. Um, yeah, that is not my cup of tea, or I guess that's not my smoothie. Um, what's your go to smoothie? uh, It's definitely got to be the berries and brunch. Okay, that's annoying because, like, they have that's my go to now that like they've limited the menu. But they don't have the crunchy granola anymore. Oh, that's sad. Which is like tough. I like the texture of the smoothie. It's like kind of crunchy, kind of good. So good. And like What'd you say? It sounds like an acai bowl if it's crunchy. It's literally an acai bowl in a cup. Like it's like people stop in just to get our smoothies. Really? I didn't know if you could do that. We were always wondering. We're like, are you going to just like come in here and? So I don't know if you could do that now. Yeah. But before COVID, yeah, like we were like half fitness studio, studio half like smoothie bar. We were just cranking. Literally imagining pre-COVID me like gym before work, get a smoothie, walk into work, and you're like, dang, I already crushed this day. I like yeah, yeah, yeah. so much. It's like I think people are ready to go back to that kind of structured lifestyle or at least some hybrid of it, you know? Yeah. But it's also just life's more fun around people for the most part. Some people suck, but life, <laughs> life for the most part. And it's just like, you kind of realize that like, when we're all in our apartments, you're kind of like, yo, I think I'm going crazy. Like, I have anxiety I've never had before. And it's because I haven't left my apartment for three days. So many people feel like so many people feel like that. And it's so sad. I just like want people to get out and be around people and like experience community again because like everyone's just like isolated inside and it's so bad exactly so that's the thing I love about fitness is like the community aspect of it Mm -hmm. um it's just like a really cool way to bring people together with like a common interest right Mm -hmm. so you're are you a lululemon ambassador I used to be I don't think I am anymore I don't I don't know how it works Oh, okay. Um, so once you become oh, our question was how does it work? And like, like well. so they the store picks you. So like I was an ambassador in Syracuse. Oh. And then like I moved, okay. so I became a legacy ambassador. And like and then like after that, like I don't know, it's such a major company. And it's just like once I, I was tight with the Syracuse store, like they would have always come in and work out. And now I'm in Boston, like I just I never go into Lululemon anymore. Like I go oh. into suit supply now to buy like fucking suits for real estate. Oh, really? <laughs> so it's kind of brutal, but no, they just kind of like pick like health and wellness, like creative, okay. like people active in the community and okay. they hook you up. They give you a cool support system. They give you a couple like gear. And then after two years, they just go into the legacy program, which I don't even know what that means. 
Oh, so are you a part of the legacy program then? I should be. I think so. <laughs> okay. What's your, if you're not tied to Lululemon anymore, then what's your go-to like ath- athletic wear, athleisure wear? You brand? know, there's, that's tough. There's two companies out in New York that I love. One's uh, 10,000. It's like mm-hmm. a lot of men's training gear. Oh, it might okay. be why you two don't know about it. Um, yeah, <laughs> tough. I don't know if I'm their clientele. Yeah. No, um, Lily has a husband. Yeah, sure, he might. He might know it. Wait, what's it called? Maybe this should be like a good Christmas gift. I'm out of ideas. What is it? Sorry, I'll, I'll text you it later. Um, but it's a really cool athletic brand out in New York City, and then the other one's Wallaco. Okay. And- they do like compression shorts with like the built-in foam pocket. Like that's their staple. Oh, that's nice. So, like when I see people running with phones in their hand on the Esplanade, I'm like, you're a loser. Like it's 20. That's literally me. That's oh me. my gosh. I'm yeah. so embarrassed. <laughs> like, literally when I run by people with phones in their hands and I'm probably going to get canceled for this, but I'm just like, look at that loser. <laughs> Dan Barry's instructor shits on people who run without... <laughs> having like an arm strap of some yeah. sort like I don't know but that what is the biggest struggle like trying to figure out what to do with all your stuff Wallaco Wallaco compression phone pocket keys pocket credit card mace I, you're good to go I love that you're a supporter of the small business well I'm assuming they're small businesses I don't know I haven't they're still, they're still pretty small yeah yeah that's awesome I mean that's the cool thing about having a platform like Instagram is you can promote small businesses or like the nonprofits I work with, or you can promote like kind of whatever you want for better or for worse, you know? Yeah. Um, but you just have this reach and that's the cool thing about social media is once you have a following, you can kind of like do whatever you want with it, you know? Yeah, I know. And I feel like it's really what you got to do. Like, I feel like so many people need to hear local s- small businesses, nonprofits, what kind of nonprofits do you like support and promote? Yeah. So the one my favorite is called Harlem Lacrosse. Um, mm-hmm. Have you either have either of you heard of it? No. no so my me. buddy Wyatt got it, got me into it through Instagram. We became Instagram friends. Um, okay. We both played college lacrosse, but it's really cool. So you know how like back in the day when our parents were like, "Yo, you should go like give back and be like serving soup at the soup kitchen on Thanksgiving or Christmas." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that's cool, and there's a need for that. But as far as like, it doesn't really fix the problem, right? So Harlem Lacrosse, it takes underprivileged school systems and it pairs them with a full athletic support team. So like mentoring, they teach them lacrosse. They basically give them the division one support that we used to have. And they, they do it as a mentorship program and they take the kids from fifth grade and they carry them all the way through 12th grade. That's so cool. So it's like, it's really cool because I like, I, I'm a huge fan of mentorship and like, I genuinely yeah. think like you start to become the people who you hang out with the most and like who you surround yourself with. Absolutely. And obviously a fifth grader doesn't have a choice in that. Yeah, um, true. I think it's a really cool opportunity to give back to the community, like take these kids who you don't know what life paths are going down given the circumstances they were given, but it yeah. totally interjects like, their life trajectory right for the better you obviously don't realize it when you're that young that the decisions you're making are really gonna dictate what kind of path you go down at that time so it's really cool that you guys are doing that exactly it's it's one of the coolest nonprofits I've ever been a part of awesome it's so true because it's like 
I don't know. I think too, what I'm assuming like these young people struggle with is being like, well, no one really cares what I do or don't do. So like, what does it matter type of thing? But say they have like you who like mentors them and then they're like, well, that's one person who doesn't want to see me do something bad. I don't want to disappoint them. And I feel like that's just so like much more powerful than, you know, people realize. Yeah. So definitely, definitely check it out. It's really cool. Um, Definitely will. Well, we, we've loved having you on here and we want to be sensitive of your time and we like, we just appreciate so much that you would like my bed, my bedtime. (laughs) oh my god well i think that's it like i said i'm gonna go to the red Sox game so and i'm gonna have to go to bed <laughs> probably gonna make dinner if i had to guess since you worked all day Damn, i'm actually not making dinner today but i am about to eat dinner that i got from the place down the street so that's willpower you waited this whole time wow Okay. Bye, Dan. Have another one. See you later. See ya.